At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the Memorial Day weekend edition. Hope everyone has had a fun Memorial Day weekend, a safe holiday weekend. However, you've decided to spend it, family, friends, at the beach, on the couch, <laughs> wherever and however. Uh, I hope that you have had some fun. We always try and have some fun here. And on this episode, changing things up a little bit. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend, holiday weekend. And I wanted to do something a little bit different. And we're doing exactly that. I have a guest joining me, and I'm really excited to chat with him. Jack Andrews, at CapJack2000 on Twitter. He is... One of the founders of unabated.com. He is a professional sports betting handicapper, knowledgeable, experienced, and he joins us to I'll fill us in a little bit on his background, uh, a little bit on his strategy, on mistakes he learned from early on in his betting career to what got him to where he's at today and everything in between. All right, I'll, I'm not going to go through the entire plan for the conversation you'll just have to listen to it yourself so uh, let's uh, get to this conversation with jack and then we'll wrap up the episode just spending a couple minutes on 
some of the games to look forward to over the next day or two before we peace out of here so I can go enjoy my Memorial Day weekend. All right, so without further ado, let's get to the conversation with Captain Jack Andrews. Enjoy. All right, so let's get into it now. Uh, Memorial Day weekend Friday. It's a mouthful, but we got there. Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And listeners, you get a much-needed break from my rambling and ranting. All right, we have a guest joining us here on this episode, Jack Andrews, a.k.a. Captain Jack Andrews. You can give him a follow on Twitter, at CapJack2000. And we'll explain, uh, if you don't know already, everything about Captain Jack and how he got started and where you can find him now and everything in between. We'll have some fun here on this conversation, on this episode. So let's bring Jack into the conversation and uh, we'll uh, see what he's got going on. Jack, thank you so much for making time. How are you doing today? Hey, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. So where are you from? Uh, I'm born and raised in South Jersey. And uh, so I've kind of grown up around the Philadelphia area, Philadelphia sports fan. I uh, had season tickets to the Flyers from 85 to 93. Um, so that was like <laughs> the, the, the glory years in the 80s, but then really dark times in the late 80s. And then I got out just as Lindros got to town. So, um, but yeah, no, I've been, a, I've been a Philly sports fan for all my life. There you go. All right. So you're not too, uh, not too far from me. And you got out right in time with the Flyers, avoided all the headaches, literally <laughs> from Lindros. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, before we get into any of your betting advice and how you approach, uh, you know, making money here on a consistent basis, which is easier said than done. Not a whole lot of folks can say that with confidence and uh, over a sustained period of time. But what got you to where you're at today? Were you an avid gambler, a poker player? Were you always intrigued with sports gambling, obviously pre all the legalization, just, uh, you know, fill us in on, on what got you here. Sure. Uh, so I actually, I got started card counting blackjack back in the very late nineties, early two thousands, just because I had been to few casinos and I didn't like to lose. I wanted to find a way to beat the casino. And so that leads you down a path that usually winds up you looking into card counting. It's, it's very well known. Many have tried it. Many have failed just because it takes a lot of discipline uh, it takes the fun out of gambling in some ways. So for a lot of people, it's just not their bag. But I, I took to it, and I was an avid card counter for a while. But that kept leading me on this journey of, well, what else is there? And I was looking into other games that are beatable in a casino environment and other ways to beat games like blackjack. And then internet casinos started in the early 2000s. And uh, this recipe would sound familiar to a lot of people that have played at online sports books now that we have legalization is they would offer promos and bonuses to get you to sign up and those bonuses made it advantageous for you you could do the bonus and then cash out and take the money and run right so i did that a lot on internet casinos back in early 2000s that led me to sports betting because once you do the internet casino they say hey go play at our sports book um, and they were a little bit shady back then. There is, you know, no denying that. But so that got me started in sports betting. And as soon as I got started in sports betting, I was like, well, how do I beat this? Where, where can I do to get the edge against the sports book? 
And I did that for many years, uh, transitioned back to land-based casinos and, and did that for a while, uh, became a professional gambler, which means uh, I don't have a day job. I derive my primary income from gambling and uh, did that in land-based casinos. And then New Jersey passed the referendum in 2011 saying, we're going to have legalized sports betting. And I was like, this is my ticket. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to just focus solely on sports betting starting now in late 2011, because next year we're going to have it. Well, as you know, Ryan, that court case took a uh, better part of seven years before we finally yeah. had legalization in New Jersey. So in the meantime, I was playing at a lot of locals, uh, a lot of offshores, uh, yeah. a lot of places where you settle up in cash at the diner um, every other week. <laughs> And uh, so I, I got pretty good at sports betting. And so when legalization hit, I was ready for it. And that's largely what I've done since is just betting at both legals and, you know, some offshore still in there as well, but mainly legal places because it's just so plentiful in a place like New Jersey where you have 23 different sports books to choose from. Uh, yeah. you, can, you can get down a good amount of money if you try. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even have to try if you're yeah. dumb enough. Uh, which which many of us are. Uh, real quick, what was your profession before you switched over to full time? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, I worked at a law firm as their IT director. Um, so I was, and this was kind of interesting because remember I said I was playing these internet casinos. Well, you know, any reputable business such as a large law firm, they restrict where you can go on the internet during business hours. Um, but I was the IT director. I was above that. So I was able to use our super fast internet connection to go play at all these internet casinos, uh, sometimes on on the clock. Uh, most of the That's time, great. maybe during lunch or after hours, I would just sit there at my desk and plow through some bonuses and promos. So yeah, I was. there was days where I was winning and losing tens of thousands of dollars at a internet casino while at my day job. So um, yeah, it was kind of an interesting time. What is something from that time that you look back on and you say, man, that was dumb knowing what I know now, but it was a lesson that I needed to have. If you have a moment or a story or just your overall process and how it evolved where you look back and say, all right, you know, I was young, I was a rook and now I'm a vet and I've learned from some of my mistakes. So I got, I got two examples for you. Uh, one is there was a large tendency to chase your losses when you're playing online because you could just dump the money in. And we're kind of seeing that now with people that get into yeah. internet casinos now in the, in the legalized space. It's easy to kind of just keep on feeding money into it and chase your losses. You learn that pretty quick when you, you, know, you drop through $10,000 just uh, chasing what you thought was going to be a $100 win or something like that. But the second one, this is the more concrete example, is there was an internet casino that ran a promotion where on their roulette game, they call it the 007 promotion. And the double zero, the green double zero, and the seven paid double. They paid 70 to one instead of 35 to one. And I did the promotion, and I, I bet about $10 on spins, and I made uh, like $1,400 on it. And I, I was proud of myself. I thought that was great. And then I talked <laughs> to some friends of mine who were a little bit more advanced than me at the time. They made hundreds of thousands of dollars because the edge was so terrific in that situation that you just bet as much as you can. They teamed together their bankrolls to reduce the variance. 
and they made hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on this. And my $1,400 seemed pretty weak. And that's when I realized, you know what, you need to think this through and you need to optimally bet, even if that means betting a lot in good situations. You need to, when you get that edge, you need to hammer it. Interesting. And, you know, now we fast forward to 2022. And, you know, as you mentioned, there's, you, know, you can't walk a block in New Jersey, literally or figuratively, without having options uh, right at your fingertips, whether it's online, mobile, or, uh, you know, there's the brick and mortar now, every casino that you step into, not just in Jersey, but, you know, all over the tri-state area, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area uh, as well. So, I asked you some life lessons and as it relates to sports gambling and your process. Well, let's fast forward to today. And what is your process? Like, what is your, your bread and butter? What do you zero in on? What do you stay away from? Uh, and everything in between. So these days, Ryan, I do not have nearly as much time to devote to the actual um, art of betting. I'm doing a lot of work with a site that I created with another professional better, Rufus Peabody. Uh, the site is called unabated.com. And we develop tools and resources for betters to become sharper and putting a lot of work into the content and the tools that we're, we're building on that site. Um, but when I do bet, I tend to use what everyone refers to now as the top-down method. And that is you, you look at the odds screen, and we have one at unabated.com, and you see what the shark books have. In other words, there's books out there. You know, we know who they are. A lot of them are offshore um, that are a little bit sharper. They they take a lot more money. They can they can sharpen their line a lot faster than some of the domestic books. And you look for when they move their line, and then you look to see if you can grab a stale line at some other book, or you see if another book is um, off market. In other words, if they have a price up that is a little bit different than the rest of the market, and you know well. If book A is very sharp, then this off-market price that disagrees with that must not be sharp, and you, you take the bet there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's referred to as the top-down method now. We used to call it steam chasing, um, but it's what I tend to do now when I do play, um, just because I don't have the time to put in the hours of handicapping and developing models and systems like I used to. And this is a little bit easier to, you know, you just pull up the screen, you look for it to flash, and then you, you jump on a, a stale line. Not a, not a whole lot of effort taken for that. Well, I, I think you're you're not giving yourself enough credit there, and, and I understand the the process in um, you know uh, chasing chasing lines and handicapping games, you know, particularly NFL games, just one example. But if you're looking for an edge and you're researching the market, I, I think that's still you know I know that certainly takes a considerable amount of time. So. I bring up the NFL and just listening to your answer there and, and your process, do you avoid, maybe not avoid, but the NFL, as we all know, the books, that's where a large majority of their handle is coming in. So are you looking at you know, some of the lesser uh, popular sports that the public is betting on, You know, whether it's, I don't know, mid-major college basketball futures or it's tennis or even hockey? Um, you know, the, the areas where the odds makers are not spending as much attention and effort and focus on. Yeah. So we all know the NFL is a very efficient market. The closing line in an NFL week is usually pretty spot on in terms of 
uh, finding the median point in the market, as well as finding close to what would be the efficient line for uh, the game to be played. And other sports are less efficient than that. You know, you can go, I'd say it goes from the NFL down to uh, the NBA is pretty efficient. Then you get into college football, then you get into baseball, then hockey, then maybe college basketball, and then the other sports, you know, we could go all the way down the list and maybe you get to like the WNBA somewhere down there. So now if I was taking the approach of modeling or coming up with my own handicapping, I definitely want to attack something that's a lower hanging fruit, such as a more inefficient market, such as like the WNBA. You can take a lot of the things you learn in watching NBA and apply it to the WNBA. Now, the athletes are not the same, but you can apply some of the same factors and, and metrics of how they go about the game to figure out, okay, this is where the pace comes into play. This is where offensive and defensive efficiency come into play and create handicapping that way. Uh, if I had time to do that sort of thing, I think I would attack a less efficient market. I also mm -hmm. think that like things like player props or derivative markets are an area that aren't quite as sharp. So if you still wanted to bet the NFL, but you knew you can't beat the uh, sides and totals on game day, look at player props, look at um, alternate lines. Um, you know, there's, there's strategies such as playing teasers in the NFL. Um, mm -hmm. They're called the Wong teaser. And it's basically, if you can gain the three, the six, and the seven in your six-point teaser, it's usually a good situation. Um, so if a plus two and a half teased up to plus eight and a half or a minus seven and a half teased down to minus one and a half, you put them together in a teaser, then that's usually a decent situation. There's a lot of ways, Ryan, to play these various sports that aren't just attacking the who's going to win the game type of wager. Absolutely. And I think that's... Uh part of the beauty in today's day and age in betting there's just so much now available uh, on the wagering menu that you don't have to say all right eagles giants giants are getting three at the link you know who do i take here i mean there's a million different options as you mentioned whether it's player props uh team props anything uh in between there so all right let me throw an example out to you and to our listening audience based off what you said there. So the Philadelphia Eagles right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, they're 12 to one to come out of the NFC. And you look at their win total, currently set at nine and a half, the over priced at minus 125, the under priced at plus 103. I know it's a really specific example, but mm -hmm. when you compare NFC title winner to a team season win total, you know, how can you approach that? All right, so the first thing you have to figure out is we're in late May. This bet's not going to resolve until for the NFC title until very late January. So mm -hmm. your first consideration is I'm tying up my money for a while here. I want to bet into a decent situation because this money is just going to be sitting in this account locked away for all this time. When you bet into a futures market, such as to win the NFC, you're betting into a relatively high hold. In other words, those odds offered to you are about 20% less than what they should be. The, you know, the true odds, and knowing what we know now about the Eagles, are significantly higher than that, probably more like um, 15 to one rather than, than 12 to one. Whereas in a season win market where it's a binary outcome, it's either they go over or they go under nine and a half, 
they have to offer a little less of a straddle there. And that line currently from Bet Rivers is about a 5% hold. So you have that futures market, which is a 20% hold, meaning for every dollar you bet, you can assume you will lose 20 cents versus the season win market where every dollar you bet, you can assume you lose five cents. Uh, it's probably better to focus on that season win market. Now, then you go through and there's various ways you can handicap a season win market. You could go through the schedule and you could say, oh, yeah, they beat that team. No, they probably dropped that one. Uh, that's more of a coin flip and go through it that way. Or you can do something like you create a power rating for every team in the league. And a power rating doesn't have to be anything complex. It could be uh, you just put each team in the league on a scale and you 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 linear scale scale from like zero to 100, 100 being the best. And you come up with basically a difference between each team in your mind. Um, we offer a tool at unabated.com where it's an NFL season simulator. You enter your power ratings, we'll simulate the season out 10,000 times and tell you the projected wins for the team, uh, as well as the odds for them to win the division, the conference, Super Bowl, odds on yes or no to make the playoffs. Basically, it's like a sandbox and you come with your ideas and we'll help you formulate them into projecting out season wins. Uh, so in this case, yeah, if you were to come in with the Eagles power rating, which a lot of people have the Eagles at around uh, even. In other words, they're about the median in the league this year in terms of uh, um, team wins and average and, and whatnot. Uh, so they're projecting out to be about a nine and eight team. And so that nine and a half, uh, you know, given that, you would probably find the values more towards the under. And of course, Bet Rivers knows that in this area, there's going to be more people betting for the Eagles than against them. So uh, they, they do slant that line a little bit. But, you know, you can come up with your own power ratings. If you say, you know, hey, Jack's wrong. Eagles are going to be a dominant team this year. Uh, you know, my power rating for them is much higher. Well, you enter your power rating in, boom, it, it spits out all the simulation results and they may be come out to be a 10.3 win team, in which case the the over looks like a better play. So it's really you come up with your own solution to it based on how you feel the rating should go. I love that. That's really interesting. Uh, we're talking with Jack Andrews. Follow him on Twitter at CapJack2000. Unabated.com is his website. Great resource. Uh, go check it out, and, and he'll continue to uh, give us some examples of why it can be such a valuable tool for any sports better out there. I want to ask you a question or two, and I won't keep you much longer here. I appreciate your time. Transitioning to baseball, and you know, we're, we're in the thick of it now. I guess we're in the thick of it. It's a very long season, as we're all well aware of. But I'll speak for myself. Baseball is a challenge for me to bet on, and it's not something that I bet on frequently if I'm comparing how much I bet the NBA, the NFL, college football, even college basketball. It's it's tough for me to feel confident about, okay, I have an edge here tonight. I like the over. I like the team side or even, you know, player props, anything that's being offered in Major League Baseball. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. I don't feel like I have a grasp and it's such a grind of a season. My long-winded question here is, how do you approach betting on Major League Baseball? Well, Ryan, baseball and the NBA used to be my two sports that I would handicap. And back when I was uh, devoting all of my time to sports betting, it would be uh, daily, NBA and MLB. 
And I would find that I would get to July or August and I would be completely exhausted. I would be completely miserable. <laughs> and uh, I would say, oh, man, NFL and college football are starting soon. I just I just barely have the energy to think about them uh, because baseball is a grind. There's yeah. likely 15 games, seven days a week. You're constantly in a model or in line shopping or looking at an odd screen. And it's just all the numbers start to blur together. And you have situations where, you know, things happen in baseball that you just go, man, what are the odds of that happening? For a game that's played 162 times per team per year, and we've had it for hundreds of years, you'd think we'd run out of seeing new things happen. But every single day, something happens that's never happened before. And you go, man, what are the odds of that? And why did I have the ticket on the opposite side of that? So, yeah, yeah. baseball will crush your soul. So what I, <laughs> what I tell people to do with baseball is a couple different options. One, mix it up. Don't try to do the same thing every single day. So in other words, for instance, myself, I talked about I kind of do this top-down method of finding value. I don't do that every day. I don't do that all day. I look at it and go, okay, here's something, here's something. Uh, good, I, I made a couple bets that I think have value, uh, but I don't go and try to do that every single day. Uh, there's also like player props. You know, one day you could look at strikeouts. One day you could look at odds to hit a home run. One day you could look at uh, total bases for a player and go about it that way. Just come up with different ways to kind of vary it up. And then the other thing, Ryan, is um, take some days off, you know, <laughs> like that's what I never did. And that's what made me so miserable is that I was working seven days a week through the summer. And it's a situation with baseball is the schedule's light on Mondays and Thursdays. Take those days off. Take some time in the middle of the summer beyond just the all-star break and take a couple weeks off from it. Focus on some football, you know, like that's the sort of thing. It's you're not going to do yourself any harm by preparing yourself for the next betting season and not betting as much on this current season. And yeah, it's just you got to with baseball, you got to find a way to break up the monotony. Yeah, you do, because it is, as we both said here already a few times, it's just an absolute grind. We, we talked about season win totals just quick here as it relates to baseball. Now, are you, before the season starts, are you really researching and gearing up and trying to find an edge on, you know, team win totals? Or now that the season is underway, how much are you looking at trying to find an edge, you know, in the futures market? I know you've already touched on, you know, maybe avoiding that strategy or that approach, but uh, just curious to how you go about that. I think baseball is great for finding value in season win totals before the season. And even there's some books that still put them up through the season for a little while. Uh, baseball is good because you can find the value of each player in a lineup. And when in the offseason, when you have a lot of lineup changes, you can kind of take the, okay, um, you know, Kyle Schwarber takes this value out of this team, puts it into the Phillies, and you can kind of piece it that way to find out, okay, how does that relate to a win? Because we mm -hmm. do have... Um, we do have metrics in, in Sabre metrics with baseball about wins above replacement, things like that. So you can find out like how much they should be worth to each lineup and kind of plug that in and sometimes find value in the betting markets. Now, when it comes to futures, no, I kind of shy away from betting baseball futures. Um, it locks up the money pretty long because it's going to be late October before you're going to get paid out on any kind of World Series future. And for a lot of betters, you need that money heading into NFL season. You don't want to tie it up um, yeah. back in, you know, through October. And also, it's it's again that high hold market. Um, you don't really find value like you think you should. 
Um, and if you do find value, you don't get as much value as you think you should. But if you are going to play futures markets, I'd say go ahead, do a lot of line shopping with that. Try to find the best possible price. Don't just uh, you know walk into any old sports book, look at the screen, and go, okay, I'm betting the Phillies at at four to one or whatever it is for the uh, National League East. Jack, this conversation has been great. I don't want to waste any more of your time, um, but I, I really enjoyed the conversation. I appreciate appreciate it. Uh, immensely. So I hope the listeners enjoyed it uh, as much as I did. I mentioned your Twitter handle at CapJack2000. You've mentioned Unabated, but before I let you go, if you want to get a little bit more into the website, uh, where listeners can listen to you, where else they can find you, just everything that you have going on. Sure. Yeah. Um, unabated.com, we do have these various tools and resources. We have an odd screen that shows you all the odds um, at various sports books around the world. Some, some odd screens will only show you the domestic books. Some odd screens will only show you the offshore books. Uh, we don't have any affiliate deals with any sports books, so we show you all of them that we have access to. And so you get a good example of what the ecosystem looks like. Uh, we have these tools such as that NFL season simulator. We have a player prop simulator where you enter in a projection for a player. We'll simulate it out so you know what each yard is worth for a running back to go over or under 80 yards rushing in a game. Uh, we'll tell you what it's worth if it's 85 and a half or 75 and a half, that sort of thing. Um, we also have various calculators to tell you what the line should be through various points. So let's say you have the Eagles minus three. Well, what's minus four and a half worth? Because you see these sports books have alternate lines. We have a calculator that tells you what the four and a half would be worth or the five or the five and a half and so on. Um, it's very useful for finding value in these alt-line markets. Um, and then if, if anybody wants to learn more, I've got a pretty extensive library of content up on YouTube. You can search for Captain Jack Andrews and uh, various things from building a bankroll, starting with nothing, to doing sports betting without using math or modeling, to uh, you know being a smarter player. And a lot of that, a lot of that I filmed during the pandemic. Um, during the pandemic, I said, hey, let's let's start a YouTube channel. Let's teach people about sports betting. And that kind of got this whole ball rolling with the sports betting education that I that I do now. That's awesome. Jack, thank you so much. Enjoy your holiday weekend, uh, whether it's with family, friends, whatever you do. And uh, best of luck on all of your all of your bets, man. Continue to cash them and we'll have to uh, catch up in the near future. Cool. Thank you, Ryan. This was a pleasure. Absolutely. There he is. Jack Andrews. All right. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to another edition of the Philadelphia CityCast. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. Make sure you are subscribed to the pod, available on all of your podcast platforms, Apple, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Pods. You know the drill by now. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. Really enjoyed that conversation with Captain Jack. Hope all of you out there enjoyed it. As much as I did, see if the Phillies are able to get a win here Sunday night on national TV. They have Zach Wheeler going, and it would be a Phillies thing to do. How about that betting insight? It would be a Phillies thing to do to avoid the sweep against the Mets. And then they have Gabe Kapler and the San Francisco Giants coming into town. Game one of the series, obviously, on Memorial Day. Monday, we'll get into the thick of that one after the holiday weekend. So until then, enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day weekend. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein.
Best of luck on all your bets. And I'll see you next time right here on the Philadelphia CityCast presented by BetRiver Sportsbook. BetRivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at BetRivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into BetRivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same-game parlay. You decide. Log on to BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by BetRivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.